Hi everyone, it's Bert from Season Gaming, and we're back with BitCast 68. I'm joined as usual with Dan, and we do have Alden, who you've seen a few times, as our guest this week. Ains is out in Germany having a great time with a new purchase that he'll probably share with you guys next week. But we are going to cover the news this week, and unfortunately we don't have a ton of news. It's been just kind of a dry cycle for news. But we're going to go through our typical format like we usually do, and then Alden is going to be hosting Name That Game for us this week. So me and Dan are going to try to guess what Alden has for us. Hopefully it's Meteos 2, which I can't wait to find out if that's what he has. <laughs> but uh, it should be a good time. So... That's what it is. And so uh, we're going to stick with our format, guys. Like I said, it should be a little shorter than typical. So if you got 45 minutes to an hour and you want to stick with us, highly appreciate it. So let's go ahead and kick it off. Like I said, not a ton of massive news, but we did have some really fun news that's coming out from the Microsoft team. And they did announce a new console that we were kind of speculating about. I believe it was last week or the week before that, Dan. You'll have to correct me when I get to you. But we have a bunch of cool stuff coming here. So we do have a new Xbox One X that is coming from the Microsoft team. It looks fantastic. If you're watching on YouTube right now, I'm showing the trailer that they actually had when they were showcasing it. We, funny enough, got an external hard drive that is, uh, I guess, skinned in an, uh, a Gears of War type format. I believe it's a five terabyte uh, external hard drive and we also have the controller from I guess they call it the Kate Diaz controller you can buy it separately or it is bundled inside of that console so I'll let you guys touch on it really quick and then I'll go into more details as to what's included digitally and everything but Dan what are you what are your thoughts here was was I right was it last week that we were just talking about this yeah, I think we were talking about the controller um, last week I mean yeah we gotcha. we were begging we were basically saying why do you not come out with something Microsoft, because they do such a good job normally with these special edition edition consoles. Um, I'm not going to get this only because it, it's it's just one of those things where the, the cycle of the generation is it's coming to an end here next year. Um, I think it looks amazing. I love the transparent or translucent skull that's kind of underneath the, the shell. Um, it looks so awesome. I'm not a huge fan of the controller, but they also have a, what, a Razer Thresher headset that is, you know, uh, it's skinned. It's just basically gray, kind of the same color as the console. Um, and then the Ra Razer does, has a mouse and a keyboard uh, that are also, yeah, the, the <clears throat> new peripherals at $300. Those, which is nuts <laughs> to me, but they look cool too. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm not even a huge Gears fan. I don't have a real gaming PC, but I still wanted them. You know, I'm not sure why. I like to buy stuff, but yeah, they look cool. Um, I actually did a, a video for Season Gaming with, uh, and the Razors were part of that video as well. Um, so it's, I think it's pretty much the same headset, just kind of reskinned gray, but it looks cool. Nice, Alden. How about yourself? I, I know that I can't remember. Do you have an X already, or does this even interest you? No, I, I don't have an X. Um, but Dan's okay. right. Like. It's a gorgeous console, but it's at a really weird time in the in the console life cycle. Um, I I I'm kind of saving money up now for the for the Scarlet, you know. I want the the new hotness. So it's weird for them to just now. I mean, what a a year out release a new skin. Um, but it, it's it's really gorgeous. Um, it, it's 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 going to take a little bit of willpower to not go ahead and get it. But I if I get it now. I'm just going to hold off on getting the, the next console, and I don't want to do that. 
<laughs> nice. Well, uh, just to confirm, I did check. It is only a two terabyte drive, not a five terabyte drive. I don't know where I saw a five terabyte drive this yeah, week, but I had seen one somewhere. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. And um, Dan, one thing to keep in mind is I did see a closer high definition look of the controller. Mm -hmm. And I think it might surprise you, but maybe it's just the coloring that you don't care for or something. But that's, that's really um, it. it looks really cool. It's like. It, yeah, it's it's laser etched too. So like just like the uh, the console, that's you know you can actually feel the indentions and the cracks from the, what should be the ice. You can feel it on the controller as well. And then on the back, you have the rubber uh, feel, which is I guess the soft touch, which is on only their premium controllers. And then on the triggers, they have the texture as well. So it has like the 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 most premium you can get from Microsoft outside of jumping to an elite controller. So. Maybe when you see it up close in person, it might change your mind, but that's cool. I mean, I, I know you have a ton of controllers already, so maybe another one is not needed here. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's a really gorgeous. It's a it's a it's a gorgeous controller, but it's nowhere near as gorgeous as that as that Sea of Thieves controller. Yes. So, and I never got that one. Still want that one. Don't have it. So. Yep. <laughs> So it's all up for pre-order, guys. Um, initially jumped on Microsoft Store if you're interested there. Um, it's available on Amazon. It's available at Best Buy and GameStop. And if you go to our site or if you followed our tweet for this, we have links for each one of those. As I mentioned on there, we don't do one of those links where if you um, use us, we get some kind of benefit from that. We don't do that at all. We just have that on there for informational for you. So if you're interested in any of these, take a look at it. The console itself bundled is $499.99, uh, which does make a little a few people question about it. But it does come with the Gears 5 Ultimate Edition, so that in itself is about 100 bucks. It comes with the controller, which I believe is $64.99, if not a little bit more than that. Let me double check while that's loading. Um, it comes with Gears 1 um, Ultimate as well, which is a remake of the original one, not a remaster. And then it comes with 2, 3, and 4. And those are all, uh, 2 and 3s have been enhanced, and then 4 obviously is enhanced as well. So that's definitely uh, a nice one as well. So if, if you're looking for a bundle and don't have an X, this might be down your alley. As Alden and Dan have said, if you don't really need it and where we are in the generation, it might be a pass for you, but it's at least good to kind of appreciate what it is so far. So... Uh, very cool there. Cool little story this week. Um, it is going to release on the, uh, the the date of the launch. The controller comes out very soon here in August. So keep a lookout for the controller if you only want the controller. But um, let's jump to uh, one more item here that I, I know Dan is super excited for. Um, and it is Anthem. So Anthem one, version 1.3 was patched this week. It does include the Cataclysm update that came through. With Cataclysm, there's been a lot of bug fixes, a few patches here and there that is, are going to fix some issues that people had problems with. There's also a few little story missions in there added as well. So, Alden, I know, um, are you the biggest, uh, I guess, Anthem fan in general? Did you love it at launch? Did you forget about it? Where are you with it? I forgot about it. I, I, I was very <laughs> disappointed with Anthem and who, who wasn't. But the, the game itself was really fun um dan me dan and diego played a lot of it early on and really had high hopes for it um i definitely thought for sure that that bioware was going to pull it together and make that game what it could be and i've been really disappointed thus far and even with this update um it doesn't seem like enough has changed to really fix all of the issues with the game um you know they, they've added some content to the game but not at, you know, how many months out are we now? Is it five, six months out? I really feel like there should have been a whole lot more added at this point. I thought, um, I was 100% positive that six months in, that game was going to be um, a, a 
AAA caliber, perfect, uh, better than Destiny, and it's not. Uh, I, I, so I'm still disappointed. Uh, going into the year, that was one of my most anticipated games, and here we are uh, in August, and it's completely dropped off the face of the planet. But um, I haven't played the update. That said, you know, Dan has, so maybe he has a little bit uh, more happiness about it. I'm always happy. <laughs> um, okay. Sure. Yeah, so sure. Uh, I did play it, and I'm going to tell you guys, it is pretty damn good. Um, it is nothing mm. like, I mean, well, okay, let me take this back. So at the core, I did review this for the site. It is, uh, the gameplay has always been really, really good. Um, just the mechanics and how everything worked, they nailed that. And I they haven't done much to upset you know, that kind of status quo. However, you're right, all that. It, it was so long, you know, between updates. With any ARPG, you either need to have, like, a whole bunch of content to keep people interested um, right at, off the bat, or you need to consistently, kind of like The Division has done to a certain extent, or, or Destiny, you know, you have to continually put stuff out, you know, all the time to keep it going, keep it going. Now... You know, Anthem launched, you know, in just a very, very poor state to start off with. Um, it did have a decent story. I don't, you know, I want to say I remember it, but it, it's just, it's been so long since I've played it. So with the new update, it, it really, this is kind of stuff that you should have seen at launch, to be honest. But with that being said, I have had a really fun time getting back into it. Um, now, I've only played... Uh, maybe three of the story missions so far. Um, and I've played a, a little bit of the free play, which is basically the same. Um, they've added a few different uh, events uh, that you can you know run into. Um, you now collect a different form of currency. Uh, they're like a red crystal uh, that you can use to purchase different you know armors or patches or basically cosmetics. Um, and some of them are pretty cool, but I can live, you know. I, I can live without that stuff. But the the core gameplay is basically the same. It's nice to have. Now there's like a raid, uh, the Cataclysm raid or whatever it is. That is the most confusing thing I've ever done in the history of my <laughs> gaming career. I had no idea what to do. There was zero direction on what to do. I was basically following this other guy. You have a certain amount of time to uh, pull this mission off, and we got to the the raid boss. And we only had like five minutes left and it just didn't go very well. Um, so I think a little bit more, you know, hey, this is what you need to do kind of thing. That would have helped out a lot. But it, it's it's still Anthem, you know. And if you didn't like it at launch, you're probably not going to like it now. But they did add quite a bit of stuff. I'm enjoying it. Um, I think they could do a little bit more. I hope this is the first of many, you know, updates and uh, content updates. I, I just don't know. I mean, it, it took them this long to do this. You know, what, what, when's the next one coming out? Probably 2021 is my guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dan, Dan, with that being said, uh, would you say that right now is a good time to get into Anthem if you have not got into it yet? Or like, kind of like what you said, if you didn't, if you weren't impressed with things when it first came out, you, you saw the reviews and everything, is this going to change someone's mind or is this still a, a pass for those folks? I think it, it might change a few people's minds. Um, I think that uh, right now, 
you know, it, it still doesn't have, which is crazy to say, as much content as, say, like, the Division 2 on launch. Um, because you can pretty much fly through it. Now, you know, they have 18,000 difficulty settings, so you can, you know, play it at, you know, a very, very high level, which Easy Mode Dan here is actually playing on the highest <laughs> level. And I'm I'm still doing, you know, I'm not... What? Yeah, my Grandmaster 3, baby. <laughs> Grandmaster 3. <laughs> but <laughs> it's it's still, I mean, but it's still, it's a challenge. But, I, you know, I feel like I can still handle it. Um, but my, you know... Easy Mode Dan. Easy I like Mode that. Dan. That's what they called me in college. All right. But, yeah, it's, I, I, don't, I don't think people are going to bring, uh, you know, I don't think it's going to bring a ton of new people. Um, if you could find the game for 20 bucks, it's 100% worth it, in my opinion. If you can get it for $20... No problem. I mean, that's an easy buy because you'll get twenty dollars worth of content out of it easily. So, yeah, I did see Best Buy. I think even Amazon. Uh, last couple weeks, I've had it on sale for like fifteen. So, oh, that's yeah. That's I think we're there. Brainer. Let's just hope. Let, yeah, let's hope that you know Bioware does something to get people back with things. But kind of weird that it's they were silent as Alden had mentioned for so long. People were wondering what's going on, and you know we finally got something. And this this. We did report on it when it was re- when it was announced that this stuff was coming, but it was announced and then it came out within a few days of the announcement. So people are kind of like, "What's what's been happening for so long?" And they've been silent for the community, and that's not very good right. from a dev. I, but it is I, it is it is what it is. I think I'm gonna do maybe like an update on on the review maybe for the site and uh, kind of give everybody an idea of you know what to expect and you know kind of the new things that popped up. You know, does it change my mind? Um, I'm actually going to play a little bit more tonight and uh, get a few more opinions about it. But, you know, it's it's still Anthem. Power through, yeah. Yeah. Cool. What are you going to do? Cool. Thanks for the update there, Dan. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you'll give us an, an, an updated there, so we'll see what we do with that once we get that updated review. So, okay. Um, next one, and Dan, this is one you probably don't play at all. Then I'll no. get your feeling uh, first this time just because <laughs> I know Dan could care less about this, but Lovely. Apex Legends. So one of the biggest games of uh, 2019 as far as release and people playing it, all the milestones that it hit. Um, initially, it started out being a Battle Royale game with three-player only. Now, that's if you have it in your party or two other random people, etc., however you load to load in, but you can only have three people on your team. They are going to be trying out a solos mode, and that's going to be happening um, from August 13th through the 27th. It's still to be determined if this is going to be sticking with Apex Legends or if it's just a test to see if people like it or what. But it does bring up a couple questions. You know, we're going to see uh, more along the lines of the classes. Is everybody just their own character? Some characters do have powers that they can use to help the team, while others can only help themselves. So I'm assuming this is simply going to be everybody's for themselves with no powers. The other things that have been requested is a duos mode and also four. Uh, so having four people in your squad versus just the trio. But um, Alden, are you an Apex guy or could care less about this? I'm <laughs> kind of like Dan. So I really, really enjoy and like Apex Legends. I haven't played it a whole lot. Um, I played it when it initially launched and I really loved what was there. But that said, and you know... Uh, on the backs of me talking about how I was disappointed with Anthem, I'm not a big online gamer. I don't play online a whole lot. So finding time to sit down with two friends and play Apex was was difficult to do. And I definitely don't like just jumping into matches with random people. So I am actually really excited about this Apex Legends update because I want to give it another shot, give it a go in single player. 
there are a lot of questions with it, like you said. I mean, there are players that are, are solely built around making your team better, you know? So what's the point if you don't have a team? So are they going to completely shut off the powers? I mean, that would make sense, but that also takes something away from what's fun about Apex. So can they give all of these characters with their their healing powers um, uh, something different to do? Probably not. So my guess is they'll turn off the powers, but that would be a good idea, I think, if they could. But I, I think first and foremost... It's a good move to try to extend the longevity of this game. Um, I mean, people were playing it in droves when it first came out. I think I think it's still doing very well, but you know, it's not as huge as it was when it first came out. So, and especially with with Call of Duty coming out in a couple months, and and everything else that's coming out, uh, Borderlands coming out, I think they're going to lose a lot more people. So this is a good way to try to to, to expand their market a little bit. Yeah, I thought they already had solo mode. That's how much I play Apex. All right. So, <laughs> yeah, I already thought they had a solo mode. Um, yeah, I mean, go for it. You really got to strike. This is just like, you know, we were talking about with Anthem. You got to strike anymore in the gaming industry when the iron is hot. And you got to hammer it and you got to pull off. And Apex did that right off the bat. Obviously, they've, you know, maybe it's died down a little bit. Um, but, you know, that that's that's the whole game, you know, anymore. Uh, I really, really thought they had solos <laughs> until this very minute when I looked at the at, or the document. Um, so hey, you know, no. go for Apex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yay. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird thing as a, as um, as all and I are both kind of you know wondering what's going to happen with powers. I, I haven't really seen that many more announcements other than it literally starts tomorrow. So depending on when you're listening to this, once again, August 13th through the 27th, it has not been a confirmed mode to stay. So if you want to give solos a try, give it a try. With that solos mode, there's also an entire event that's taking place, and that's what kind of happens with these uh, Battle Royale games. This one's called the Iron Crown. Um, and during this Iron Crown time, there's going to be some skins for characters that you can only get during the Iron Crown event. So take a look at that if you're just interested in it. But this should revive a little bit of the community. As Alden had said, the players have dropped off dramatically. Uh, for some reason, Fortnite just keeps getting everybody like crazy. I still don't get it. Uh, PUBG, you know, falling off little by little, and then that continues. And then you have Call of Duty Blackout that is still absorbing a decent amount of players, but nothing compares to Fortnite in this genre. So... Kind of crazy that it's still going on. Apex has been the closest as far as players playing the game. So we'll see what happens with that. Hopefully it stays and they add other duos and maybe, like I said, a full squad. But a lot to be kind of heard, and we'll find out more on it tomorrow. Um, See what happens. So another uh, big update from another game. It seems like this past week has been just tons of updates for existing games that have been long awaited. And this one is for No Man's Sky. So we all know about the horrible launch that No Man's Sky had. We all know about Sean Layden's promises that didn't quite happen. And then he kind of disappeared for a while and then came back with some updates. There have been two massive updates for No Man's Sky since then. And now this one is looking to be the biggest one and the coolest one. So if you haven't seen the trailer on our site, once again, I'm showing it on YouTube. But if you're listening in a car, podcasting, wherever you're listening to your podcast... Take a look at the trailer for this. A lot of cool things. This is called No Man's Sky Beyond. And with this being said, there's going to be VR capabilities for this. This is something that's been waited for a very long time. 
true multiplayer exploring and missions and stuff to do. They've added a whole bunch of new alien races and things you can do with different worlds. So this looks to be the closest that No Man's Sky has gotten to the promises that were initially made for this game. And kind of like I asked Dan uh, earlier, is this the right time to get into um, Anthem? The question is, is now the perfect time to play a game that was promised to us years ago that may be that perfect game that we've been waiting for? So... Um, Dan, let's start out with you. What are your thoughts here? Are you a No Man's Sky player to begin with, or is this cool and a hard pass for you as well? No, man. I, here's the thing. I didn't like the expansions, <laughs> so I, I actually I, I got into it, right? Yeah, it's crazy. I, I, I started playing it like two months before the, the, the big, big update, that last one came out, and I was having a blast. That's all I played for a long time, and you know, just constantly. I got a nice base and all this other stuff. Then the expansion came out, and it changed so much stuff. This is old man Dan talking. So, you know, <laughs> I just wanted to go back. Yeah, get off my lawn. I was like, I was, I had everything figured out. I was like, okay, I know what I have to do. You know, I didn't mind going out and farming stuff I needed to build stuff. It was all fine. And then it really, really changed the game. Um, and it not necessarily for the worse. It's just added a whole bunch of stuff. And normally I'm fine with that, but it kind of threw me off. Now this one, I'm more excited about the VR aspect. I actually own the game on PlayStation and Xbox. <clears throat> Go figure. But I, I started playing it, and I have got most of my progress actually on the PlayStation. Um, so I'll probably just go back to it. Um, it it's, it's a fun game. And adding some, some good like co-op multiplayer missions would be really, really awesome. Um, I love the game. Um... I, I was a fan of it before they, you know, like I said, before they got crazy with the with everything else. You know, there's stuff to be said about it, but it's 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 a fun game, and I'm excited for this for sure, especially since it's free. Free update. <laughs> well, free if you own it, right? And yeah, I don't own it. it. Yeah, right. So, yeah. free update. Yeah. So, yeah, I should have jumped on some of those five dollar deals that they were having on the game when it first dropped, because. <laughs> uh, now I'm going to have to go out and get it for, you know, 20 or however however much it is. Um, I really want to try the VR mode. Um, I was um, I was someone who was trepidatious, trepidatiously excited for this game when they first announced it and they were hyping it up. But it really kind of seemed like that hype was too good to be true. Um, so uh, I tried very hard not to say I told you so when the game actually came out. Um, but I didn't buy it because I wanted to wait and see what it, what the reception was. And I also, I, I really wanted to see it in VR. I said the whole time, I'm concerned about how this game is going to turn out, turn out, but I really want to play it in VR. I think it'd be a really cool game to just live in and, and experience the worlds that you land on. So I'm going to have to get it just to play it in VR, but I'm, um, I, I, I think from a lot of the things that I've heard and read about it, they've really fixed the game a lot. It's just I haven't had time to get around to play it. There's too much else to play right now. So, um, Yep. I, I'm very yeah, excited to uh, see what They've done a ton like. of stuff. Tons. Yeah. Yep. Now, now yeah, Bert, so, maybe I can ask you this before we get going. Yep. Do you, um, does the VR component, is that just added in there and you can play the whole game in VR? Or is it just like specific? Yes. Oh, okay, wow. No, from what I understand, um, from what I understand, and what has been mentioned um, for the virtual uh, VR stuff is that it, it simply is a feature added, and you can play the whole game in VR now. Damn. 
So uh, we haven't seen if it's like this. You know how there's some games on PlayStation VR where it's a simple kind of crappy add-on feature where you right. see pretty much like you're watching a TV. You're not really part of the world. I haven't seen any footage yet to see if it's that true VR where you're just kind of blown away by the environments in the world. But uh, they they are pushing this as the biggest part of this update. So let's hope that it is that true VR experience. And it should be amazing if that's the case. If that is the case, then this is a definite buy on the PlayStation VR. And it might even jump to the front as the best VR game if it really has all that stuff in it. So yeah. to be determined, um, it's, it's right around the corner. It's August 14th, so just a couple days away. Nice. So... Uh, some fun happening there. So I, I'm probably going to pick this one up. I mean, especially if we can play together in groups. I mean, it might be like another Sea of Thieves type experience to where the, there's so much you can do and you can just have a blast just goofing off. So Bring yeah, it on, yeah. Bert. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take Bring it to on. my house. Everybody's going to be in their VRs. Yep. That'd be hilarious. So oh, all, our, all our wives and stuff are like, what are they doing? They're in VR again. <laughs> so, um, oh, man. It's like a Ready Player One in real life right there. So. Yep. Okay, um, so another kind of sad news, but I, I, I hate to say it, but I think a lot of people saw this one coming. So Minecraft, the Super Duper Pack, um, this was initially announced back in 2017 at E3. And this was kind of around the time that the Xbox One X was getting a lot of traction of all the cool new things that were coming um, from a resolution perspective and those enhancements. And so Minecraft did announce this Super Duper Pack that was going to be 4K. It's going to have an enhancement in the graphics and it was going to look just awesome. Um, there was a trailer for it that looked great, and it was supposed to come out the fall following E3 of 2017. Well, here we are in August of 2019, two years later, and earlier today of all days, they did announce that that pack has been canceled. So uh, that is not going to be coming out. They did mention it was because of just the different versions of the game was not performing well with this super duper pack. So that is going to let down a whole bunch of diehards that have been waiting for this. Funny enough, I'm not the biggest Minecraft person, but I was kind of excited for this because I did want to see it in a different looking format than what it has been happening for, I don't know how long Minecraft has been out, but it's just been the same old, same old. Um, there's been little skins for characters and stuff, but not a overhaul of the engine or graphics. So it's over, guys. We're not going to see it after all. Oh. Yeah, I mean, oh, it, no. it sucks, man. But, I mean, here's the thing. Either it was going to, you know... It, 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 the requirements, from what I understand, were so high, and they were having so many issues with it. I mean, it's basically going to be, you know, a high-end PC or the X or the Pro. So, you know, that would really take advantage of those, you know, graphics. Um, with that being said, you can get on if you got if you're a PC Minecraft player, which a lot of people are, you can get on and get some mods that you know really turn up the resolution, or or get uh, you know different skin packs for the blocks and stuff that make it look you know photorealistic. So, I mean, there's still, you know, ways to do it. And people, you know, there's so much. Like, my son plays Minecraft a lot. Uh, he's 21 years old, and he just downloaded something that you start in the middle of the sky, and you've got one little patch of land, and you have to grow your 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 island, your floating island. It, there's so many different mods and different things that you can do for it, most of which are, you know, um, officially approved through, you know, Steam or, you know, uh, whatever uh, you're using, so there, there, there's plenty of stuff to do. I don't see it really slowing down as far as you know people buying it if they haven't bought it already. It's still gonna be really popular, you know, you know on every it's on every console and the PC. You can play it on your phone. I mean, it's insane. So yeah, it sucks, and it would be nice to see, but you know what? That's okay. You know, make some more you know different things. Some do something different. Add more content. You know, whatever you gotta do. 
Yeah, for 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 a funny little story, my I just today was told by a coworker who knows I'm very into video games, and she's into video games too. Um, but she came to me today and said, "I got Minecraft for the first time yesterday." Wow. What a what a great game. I had no idea how good that game was. I it's crazy to me how many people are still buying Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Um so I think this really was they don't need to do this right now. They don't need to do this to pull people back into Minecraft. Everyone in the world is still playing it. Um I enjoy Minecraft from time to time. Every now and then I'll I'll try to find something just to kind of kill some time and I'll open it up and I'll play it. And then four hours will go by, and I'll go, what am I doing with my life? And I'll stop playing for another eight months. <laughs> yep. um, but I, I think this was the smartest thing that they could have done. And I think I was shocked when they, when they talked about this initially. Why wouldn't they save this for a future iteration of Minecraft and use that to draw people in? Because what happens when they put this in Minecraft um, and then they release Minecraft 2 or whatever three years from now people are going to wonder why the game doesn't look better than minecraft one um so i i it is kind of a bummer i guess it would have been really cool to see um and we i don't know if you guys saw those the videos from some developer not too long ago who was posting online and and showed the ray tracing in minecraft and that looked really really cool um but it's still minecraft it doesn't need it right now um, saving it is the smart move. Yeah, so that seems like what's going to happen here. We're never going to really see it. As Dan mentioned, there's a lot of people that play Minecraft on PC. Um, if you're an Xbox person, it's available on Game Pass. It's available, if you're not an Xbox person, it's available obviously in every single type of format that you can think of from uh, a mobile phone to a, an Amazon tablet even. You can play it on there. So it's just everywhere. So um, unfortunate, but it is what it is. We have to kind of move on from it, and that's what we were going to see there. So nothing special coming out of there for us from the Super Duper Pack. Uh, moving over to another story that's been an interesting one is uh, there was a few uh, invites that went out to Resident Evil ambassadors. And in case you're wondering what that is, is there's actually uh, people that are big Resident Evil fans that communicate with Capcom to kind of talk about the games from Resident Evil. And these... Uh, invites did go out. Um, the funny thing is you have to live in California or New York and be able to go test a new Resident Evil project that is untitled, unannounced. A lot of rumors going on that it is Resident Evil 3 Nemesis or Resident Evil 8 that we don't know yet. So we did get Resident Evil 2, the remake, and the rumor of Resident Evil 3 is it's going to be using that same engine, and it's going to be happening in September. So uh, we do have Gamescom right around the corner, so there might be some sort of announcement happening due to that. One of the other funny things about the story is if you are traveling to New York or Los Angeles, Capcom is not paying for that. You have to get there on your own money (laughs) to test their game for them. So that's kind of a, a strange one. But that was the announcement from Capcom to those Resident Evil ambassadors. Uh, Season Gaming is a Resident Evil ambassador, just as a heads up. We did not get an invite to this one. <laughs> so uh, I don't think any, any of us would be going to New York or Los Angeles to test a game for Capcom. But it would be nice to uh, find out a little bit more about what's coming here. Yeah. I mean... I would really love Dan to go down there and test it himself. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, that's not going to happen. At, oh, man. As we saw on, on Backseat Gaming, 
That would have yeah. been amazing. <laughs> is that in season gaming? Yeah, budget? I mean, yeah. when Ains gets back, we'll talk to him about that and see if I can get a flight out there. Uh, just put it on the company card. Um, yeah, but this this thing, I, I, yeah, I mean, if it's three, you know, or a remake, for, for something like this to do that, I would think it'd have to be something new, you know, or something, you know, yeah. maybe that, you know, either eight or, you know, some kind of new take on it. So, but, you know, who knows? I mean, good for the people that live in New York and California, I guess. That's not me. I live right smack dab I, in the I, middle. I think if it's three, they've built up an awful lot of hype that they don't want. You can't live up to the hype if you're building up all of this and it's just a remake of three. Yeah. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like that would I feel like that would be a No Man's Sky situation where you got way too ahead of it, way too early. Um, they need to come out and say, "Hey, dial it back, guys. This is a, this is not that that not that big a deal. Dial it back." Yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting thing, because um, Resident Evil 2, the remake, I'm not sure if you... I know Dan hasn't played this, Alden, I'm not sure about you, but a lot of people have this as one of their favorite games of 2019 so far. I loved it. I've played it through four yeah. times now to get all the different endings. Um, the hype for that 3 remake is really high, but to your point, you know, I'd like to see something new come from the Resident Evil team after Resident Evil 7 kind of left us on that cliffhanger and what could be the future of Resident Evil games. So we're going to have that first-person camera view. So, um, I don't know. Um, anything else you want to mention on that, Alden? I know you had a whole, a whole bunch to say there. No, I, I think that pretty much sums it up. You're right. Resident Evil 2 was um, it, it was my game of the year up until uh, a recent Fire Emblem came out. Uh, <laughs> but otherwise, I don't feel like Resident Evil 3, the original, was better than Resident Evil 2, the original. So... I, I, I don't think the hype is going to be at that, that same level that Resident Evil 2 was. Um, I'm sure they could take it in a new direction and do new things with it that would be really exciting. And obviously they did an amazing job with Resident Evil 2. But I think to, to start it out in this way, they, it has to be a new game. It has to be Resident Evil 8 or some side game with, with new mechanics that they really want to get in front of people to test it out before they um, finish it off, you know? Right. Okay. Well, cool. I mean, we'll see what that is. Like I said, nothing official from Capcom yet other than these invites that did go out to those Resident Evil ambassadors. I think we're still going to see what's happening, but it's safe to assume there's something new coming from the Resident Evil franchise in some form. So right around the corner. Um, another thing, uh, we're briefly going to touch on this. Um, at Season Gaming, we stay away from uh, gaming and politics but the story here that I did want to mention is what's going on with Walmart, the rumors around what's, what you're seeing on social media. Um, there's been a few pictures, a few people that have gone to Walmart and noticed that a lot of games are missing from the cabinet. Um, there's been a lot of people that have gone and seen all advertising for anything that has to do with like Call of Duties, etc. at Walmart. Uh, Walmart at first said that the, yes, they were removing marketing for video games that they, can, they deemed as violent. Then they took it down and saying that, that that was a mistake on a communication at Walmart corporate, that that is not the new policy. Um, then we've heard of a rumor happening that this was only for a temporary period. Uh, but just so people are aware, obviously, the shooting that took place in El Paso was at a Walmart shopping area. So from a corporate perspective, Walmart appears to have been taking some kind of a stance, whether it's a permanent or temporary one. We've got conflicting information here, but we did want to briefly touch on it. Maybe not spend too much time commenting from a political point of view, but 
If you guys wanted to mention anything here, I guess go ahead. Dan, did you want to say anything here on this one? It's I mean, all of it's kind of silly, but yeah, I mean that's basically it. I mean it. I, it looked like to me that IGN was reporting on it, um, and from you know the 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 back and forth between them and Walmart corporate, uh, it looked like it was more of a misunderstanding as far as like you know them taking actual games out. Um, but they were they had said something about removing ads. Um, for the violent video games, and then um, they said, you know, but they they just it it was just the way you, I read it, it almost seemed like they they were miscommenting on something, like they thought they they were they were commenting on the ads being removed, but IGN had asked them if uh, the games were going to be removed, um, and then they got a little upset. IGN did, but here's the thing, you know, it, it's it's all stupid, you know. I mean, it, I'm not even going to get too much into it, but it, it's. You're fighting the wrong battle, is basically what I think, but that is what it is. Yeah, uh, I don't know what to say. Uh, this is, I don't want to come in on your podcast and say something weird and political or whatever. It's it. Dan is 100% right. You're fighting the wrong battle. It's it's a weird look, um, and and it's it's kind of a weird situation all around. First off, I mean it's it's a terrible tragedy and and. Um, those shootings are awful um but this this is a weird response to it this this doesn't seem like a it's weird it's weird to jump to the video games immediately and go okay let's pull video games out because we had a shooting um there are a lot of other things you could you could do there and that's a weird one to pick I'm not a big Walmart shopper, guys, to begin with. I try to avoid it just for a number of reasons, not just this situation. But this doesn't make it even any better for me to encourage me to go to Walmart. If anything, it'll discourage me in general. But, uh, you know, we here at Season Gaming definitely are not in the camp where we feel games are a cause for what's happening. But we'll leave it at that. Um, As I did mention, uh, we try to stay out of politics as much as possible. You'll see us not comment too much on these things and leave it to other folks that feel they need to make comments on this. We are not one of those people. But... Weird tactic from Walmart here. Like I said, we wanted to report more on what we're seeing in social media. Um, I have not been there to see if the games have been pulled from shelves or advertising, but like I said, we've seen a lot of different things that have kind of come out on social media as far as what's true and what's not. We'll leave it up to uh, social media to kind of take that on. But uh, moving over to another, I guess, political thing, but not in the same negative manner. So um, coming up with stuff that's happening. So most recently in the news, Uh, We've seen some stuff from ESA members, so um, this having to do with loot boxes. If you remember last year, there was a big push for uh, loot box transparency in the European area. Well, this has now moved to the States, and what's happened here is a lot of different members that are part of the ESA are jumping into more transparency regarding drop rates and loot boxes. And the the big three are present. They have mentioned that they do want this, so Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony are all going to be taking part of more transparency to loot boxes. Just a few other companies to kind of share here that have jumped in on, yes, we do want more transparency. We've got Activision Blizzard, Bandai Namco, Bethesda, Bungie, Electronic Arts, um, and then we have also seen, uh, let's see, Ubisoft is showing some interest in this as well. So uh, as far as the ESA and when they're going to be pushing these policies to go through, it looks like 2020 um, is the time for this to start being enforced. And we still haven't seen any statements that are saying this is how we're going to be uh, taking part in this. But it's a good start to see some of these big companies saying, yes, we do want more transparency in loot boxes. Yeah, I mean, it's about time. 
You know, I mean, it's, <laughs> they, they do it overseas. They do it in China. They, you know, they, it, it just makes sense. I'm literally shocked to my core that EA is actually jumping on this. Um, the amount of work <laughs> that will need to be done just to, you know, figure out the probabilities of the 8 million different things that you can get uh, is shocking. But <laughs> good on them. Um, it'll be nice for uh, gamers to actually see, you know, what the chances are of getting um, those sweet, hot, pink pants for uh, whatever game that you're playing. So I'm all about it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's a great idea. I, um, I do think we're moving into a time where at least for a time period, loot boxes are kind of going to go away. I know Rocket League is, is doing away with them altogether. Um, and um, I'm pretty sure there's a, like a, a cicada right outside my window, and I hope that's not coming in <laughs> too hot. Uh, mm-hmm. Good God. Uh, but uh, Rocket League is doing away with them altogether later this year. And, and Rocket League is kind of built on loot boxes and their season pass. And they're going into more the Fortnite model where you're going to be able to buy your items outright. And I like that so much better. I'm, I've, I've always been a proponent for cosmetic DLC. I, I think if they want to include it and you're going to buy it, go for it. I've always been against loot boxes. Um, you're just throwing money into a thing to hopefully get one of the 48 items and you're not going to get it. Um, I'd much rather pay $20 for one skin that I want than pay $3 for one loot box that I'm going to get nothing that I want in. Yep. Yeah, but just so people that maybe you're not a loot box person, but what the controversy has been is uh, we have never really known what the chances are of you getting, as Alden just said, that cool skin that you want out of a loot box. Is it one in 10 loot boxes? Is it one in 200 loot boxes? We don't really know. And so now what's happening is if if there is going to be a loot box in a game, that publisher, developer, whoever it is that's in charge of the loot box um, process for that game has to advise people what the odds are of getting that item. So if you immediately know that it's one in a thousand, it's a $10 loot box, you might you know hesitate in doing that. And to what both Dan and Alden have said, if you can just buy that skin for an outright 20 bucks, you know you might have saved yourself 100 bucks just on buying $100 worth of loot boxes. And the other thing that's interesting here is we've seen a lot of uh, big name sites like your IGNs and your GameSpots. When these games come out, they have spent over $100 just to see what is in those loot boxes, just to see what you get. And the results are not pretty. So. Um, we're going to see what happens with loot boxes in general. As Alden said, this may be a thing going away. It might be a thing from this generation that started out with you know some malintent. People kind of found out it was a big scam, and now they're going away altogether. But yeah, Dan's joke cracked me up because EA is notorious for horrible loot boxes. Oh, so the fact that they've jumped in, maybe they were trying to stay off the uh, most hated company list um, of companies in the country again or something. I, I have no idea, but... <laughs> Is what it is. Is what it is. Um, okay, so let's let's. That's it for news, guys. Not much news has happened. There's a few other news stories that have happened later today that we're going to save for next week's bitcast that are not too massive, but they're fun enough to talk about. What I do want to talk about is Gamescom starts next week. So next week on the 20th is when we're going to see that coming. Just really quick, is there anything that you guys are looking forward to? Maybe it's a trailer, maybe it's a game announcement, maybe it's just a DLC for something that's coming out. Is there anything you've been looking forward to at Gamescom, which is slowly turning into the E3, uh, a smaller, sorry,
sorry, as far as population goes, um, it's bigger than E3, but as far as announcements go, it's probably like second place to E3. What, what are you guys dreaming for here, if anything? Uh, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> My perpetual answer to this question is a new Bioshock and a <laughs> new Splinter Cell, um, but also Tunic. Like, I so want that game to come out. I want to see it so bad, and I want to see more of it. We have kind of been, you know, it's kind of been, you know, you see a little bit here and there on Twitter. Um, but, man, I really want to play that game. I don't know why. Just so bad. Ever since I saw it, um, and I, I, want to, I want a release date. Cross my fingers. And maybe a little bit more info on Biomutant. You know, maybe just kind of give some solid information. But as far as anything else, I mean, I want some surprises. But mostly Bioshock. <laughs> That's a pipe dream. It, well, this is why I can't do podcasts with Dan ever. Uh, <laughs> because anytime this question comes up, we both have the same answer. It's Bioshock. <laughs> I just want to see new Bioshock. Anything. Anything. Give me a mobile game. Give me a mobile card game. Ooh, I don't care. Whoa, whoa. Give me Bioshock. Easy. I don't care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. I... I don't expect a whole lot out of Gamescom that we, we're we looking forward to. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of stuff that we're going to see some Call of Duty. We're going to see some, uh, we're going to see a lot of Death Stranding because Jeff Keighley's there. Oh, jeez. And. <laughs> That's right. Um, That's right. A lot of, I, a lot of I, Kojima. I, I, yeah. I assume, we, we know that Square is going to be there, so we're going to see a bunch of Final Fantasy stuff. Um, I'd like to see some um, Last of Us 2, maybe. Um, mm. or some Ghost of Tsushima, but I really don't expect it. Um, I guess I'm going in with pretty low hopes, but that's good, right? Because I won't be disappointed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I actually had a question from our Season Gaming Twitter account today asking the same thing. What are you looking forward to? And one of the things that um, somebody mentioned that ex- ex- extremely excited me about is are we finally going to get to see some actual gameplay from Witcher on the Switch? Um, I've been looking for a big game to play on the Switch. Um, Even though I've played Witcher 3 all the way through with all DLCs, I'm very, very curious to see what it's going to look like on the Switch. Is it going to look like crap? Is it going to pleasantly surprise us? Um, Is this a hard pass? I mean, we we really don't know. And the other thing that's going to be funny is you can buy the complete edition for Witcher 3 on PlayStation and Xbox for under 20 bucks. Something tells me this is going to be a $60 game, obviously, coming to the Switch. So, (laughs) kind of silly, but dollars. Yeah, it would not surprise me, and people would go nuts saying, I can't wait to buy $112 worth of Witcher. But um, <laughs> that, and then another game that um, I've been uh, waiting to hear more about and was actually one of our highest viewed trailers from E3 was Biomutant. So a lot of people are looking forward to seeing more from Biomutant. It's, uh, it's still slated for a 2019 release. It's got that generic December 31st date on there. I really want to see what that looks like and if we have more details on it and hopefully a launch date. But that's those are my small requests. I did see something coming from Ubisoft saying that, yes, there is a Splinter Cell on the way. They're just not going to announce it until they are 100% ready to announce it, and it will be a big announcement. So I don't know if that means GamesCon is too small for it or it's too big or whatever it is, but that's a pipe dream as we were all just kind of wanting that to happen. So um, we shall see. So a lot of stuff happening there. So let's turn it over to what what are we currently playing? What are we loving? What are we hating? Um, Alden, since you're our guest, I want to hear what you're playing. So what, what are you? Uh, what's in your consoles these days? Well... Yeah, fire emblem, fire emblem, fire emblem. 
Um, <laughs> I've been playing a That's lot awesome. of Fire Emblem Three Houses for the Switch. Um, I was looking forward to that game, kind of. Um, I, I, I wasn't really expecting to get it at launch, but the more the closer we got and the more information we got, the more interested in this game I was. I've never finished a Fire Emblem. I had Fire Emblem Awakening on 3DS, um, and I never... I put maybe five or six hours into it, and I really liked it, but it just it didn't hold my attention. It didn't keep my attention. I think a lot of my issue with with that game and similar strategy games is I really, really enjoy the gameplay and the battles, but every battle is so stressful because in Fire Emblem, if you lose a unit, you lose a unit. So this character that you may have built up a relationship throughout the course of the game, if they die, they're gone forever. Um, and that's so stressful for for me while I play, and a lot of people will play in a way where if your character dies, you just you start over. You restart that battle from the start, and that could be a 45-minute battle that you're starting over, and I've done that. Um, so I think what makes this one a little bit different is the, the time in between battles is so fun, and you kind of get to run around, and, and it's lighthearted. Um, you get to know the characters, you get to try to level up their, their axe skills or whatever you want to do. Um, but that scratches, you know, a completely different itch. And then you get to go into the battle and you use all of these things that you've built up. So I think that kind of keeps, you know, it's, it's the, the glue that holds it together. Um, but I'm having so much fun with this game. I'm about two thirds of the way through one playthrough with with so there's three different houses obviously it's called three houses that was a dumb thing to say but um each playthrough each house is a completely different story or it's a different perspective of the story and that intrigues me so much that i'm pretty sure after i finish my 80 hour playthrough i'm gonna go back through and play the other houses so uh, Fire Emblem and mostly Fire Emblem. Now I've also been playing Wargroove for the for the PS4 because I will be reviewing that that game for the PlayStationBras.com, uh, a rival website, and it's it's very similar to Fire Emblem, so it's it's hard to kind of play both at the same time. But I should be getting my review up for that within the next few days, I think. Um, that's a really fun game too. It's a it's a tactical game. It's a tactical RPG. Um, it's more in line with Advance Wars on the old Game Boy Advance games, um, but but it's the gameplay is similar enough to where if you don't play strategy RPGs, you could just say eh, it's Fire Emblem. But um, if you do play a lot of strategy RPGs, it's more similar to Advance Wars in the fact that you have to kind of manage resources and and take over strongholds. But the story is so ridiculous, and the characters are so out there and very weird that it kind of gives you this whole other experience to Fire Emblem. But I can't really play both. I can't jump from one to the other because then I get back into Fire Emblem and I try to remember where my girl is who's made out of trees and took over the forest. Uh, and then I remember that that was a completely different game. Okay. So I've been playing Fire Emblem. I've been playing Anthem. We talked about that uh, in Sea of Thieves with my buddy Greg. It's awesome. I just I can't stop playing it. I don't know why. Um, I'm gonna hit that Pirate Legend. I am at 45 or 46 on the Gold Hoarders, so I'm pretty close on that one. I got about 10 to 15 more levels on the other two, and I will hit that mark 
it's going to take a while, um, especially when we play together. So <laughs> it's 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 going to be something. Nice. But yeah, I'll, I'll hit it. It'll be fun. Love the game. Did you guys ever play uh, uh, State of Decay together, you and your buddy Greg? Yes, a little bit. Uh, State of Decay 2, actually, and uh, it was far, far more frustrating. But I played a lot of that <laughs> yeah, solo. So... I did. I did mo- that game. I did solo. Yeah. Um, and I, I actually a thousand that one. Um, Love that game too. No why. It was super fun. Good stuff. Cool. Well, I have a. I'm getting a little closer to the end of Yakuza Zero. Um, I'm at the 25 hour mark. I did hear that if you just fly through the campaign, it's somewhere around the 20 hour mark. So I'm gonna start pushing through just because I. I know in that game you can get lost just inside missions and you know. 80 hours later, you're still doing just nothing. So um, I'm going to wrap that up here in the next uh, 10 to 15 hours. And then I did pick up Mortal Kombat 11. And I have to say that's probably one of the prettiest fighting games I've ever seen. It's uh, super fun, a lot of great stuff to do. I played some friends on it yesterday, and that was just loads of fun. Doing brutalities and fatalities and stuff like that. So fun game. But um, with that being said, I'm going to turn it over to Alden, who's going to be hosting our Name That Game this week. Um, and Dan, you've got first uh, first guess here to remind people on format. Alden will be trying to throw ten questions at us. We have to try to guess what game he's talking about. In those ten questions, both Dan and I have the option of asking one question that Alden can only answer yes or no to. That's as far as it goes. So Alden, with that being said, it's all yours, sir. Uh, take us through these questions. All right, I'm I'm nervous. This is you know I'm on the spot here. Uh, this um, this this is going to be a learning experience for me. I feel like I'm going to get two in, and Bert's going to know exactly what it is, just because <laughs> Bert is super smart. Um, oh, gosh, but I I don't know. Um, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, cut to Bert blush. blushing. It just gets a little yes. darker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyway, th- th- this game was originally released on the Genesis in 1995. <laughs> Damn it, Dan, your, your typical guess will work here. Yes. What is it? It is Knuckles Chaotix. Sonic oh, Mania. So, <laughs> so close. Mm, what? No, no. Hey. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with... Uh, Damn it. Was that Dan? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with Sonic Spinball. Shut up! Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, no. No. That's a negative. All right. That's a negative. That this. Jesus. All right. <laughs> um, next clue, sir. You've, you're very blue mm-hmm. so far and red. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So do I go again? I don't. Yes. This is. Yeah, I feel. Next right. question, Dan, and then this time I start with the guess, and then it goes to Dan, and then so on. We'll keep going that way. Yes. Okay. Keep keeping it still kind of vague. It was subsequently ported to the Saturn and PS One in 1997. Ooh. PS One. The Genesis game that was eventually ported to the Saturn and PlayStation One. Um, how about Road Rash Two? Ooh. It's a good game, but no. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. <laughs> Dan, your guess, sir? Okay. 95 for the Genesis, then ported to the PlayStation. Uh, in 97. In 97. When did the PlayStation come out? 96? 
That's not one of my questions, by the way. Um, <laughs> That's your question. That's, you're that thinking is not my question. That was nothing to do with the game. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Altered Beast 3. <laughs> there was an Altered Beast 3. <laughs> what, yeah, was there? I don't... <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't uh, think there was. I don't think. I don't think there was a two. I don't think there was a two either. That's not. It's, 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 okay. It's, well, you know, come on. No. Just so for your information, yes. I looked it up. Uh, wait, what? What'd it's obviously yes. Altered Beast three. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> no. Just for your information, the PlayStation came out in '94. The PlayStation came out in '94. Man, why? That's a weird port. All right. Yeah, that is. Mm-hmm. All right, your next next question, Alden. Okay, this is um, I don't know if this is gonna help or hurt, uh, but it was developed by uh, Eurocom and Burst Studios. Hmm. Uh, Euro- so really quick, and this is not one. Of, this is not one of the questions, but this is a well-known game, right? This isn't some obscure game that you'll find somewhere else, right? I so I <laughs> think it was well known. I I played it so. Um, it wasn't a, it wasn't a huge game, but I think it was well known. All right, I remember uh, reading yeah, a Game Pro article about it. Well, it wasn't Altered Beast three, so <sighs> can't be that good. Damn, man! I I have no idea. Uh. I'm going to go with Hard Pass, the video game. <laughs> Dang. You just went to the That's hard the first pass. time you've ever okay, given me uh, a hard pass. Yeah. No? Was that not it? <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. Nah, negative. There. close, but no. Okay. So Eurocom went to PlayStation and Saturn was actually a Genesis game. How about MechWarrior? No. 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 Um, That's a good one, Alan. I thank you. I I don't know if I made it too hard or too easy. No, hold on. So um, let, me, let me ask you this real quick. This will not, yes. uh, the the second one. It was with a Genesis. It was on the Genesis in '95. PlayStation on the '97. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. PS1 and Saturn in '97. Oh, the Saturn. Oh, that threw me off. No, it didn't. Didn't at all. Here's my question. Was it an arcade game at any point? No. Okay. no. Nope. They want my so straight no there, so not an arcade game. There's, okay. there's Dan's guess or that question. That was one of my stupid okay. questions. <laughs> All right. Next, uh, next clue, Alden. Um, I don't know if I should make it easier now. Um, no, keep going. It was, I think that um, was only question four, so yeah, you can still four. do some good ones. Okay. It was an isometric view platformer. Mm. Whose turn is it? I think it's I think my it's, turn, Dan. Yeah. Um, isometric. It wasn't that uh, Captain Commando game, was it? No. Oh, no. Um, yeah, sorry. Well, that, that was my guess, but I think I have an idea what it is. But oh. go ahead, Dan. An isometric what? An isometric view sure. platformer. I don't even know what that is. D- do you want to? <laughs> do you want me to tell you what that is? Is that yeah, what a is question? That? What is an isometric? Because it's on a, like I should know it, but what is that? Well, it's it's why is it not? It's kind of like a, it's a two D game, but it's so that's it's kind of top down, but not completely. Okay, um, I got you now. 
I gotcha. I still don't know what it is. Okay. But. Oh, okay. Uh, I have no idea, man. Uh, <laughs> I have an idea what it is, but. Earthworm Jim. Um, Boosh. No, it's not. I didn't even know. Was that on the Genesis? It's not. Not Earthworm Jim, but I like that guess. I, I, I don't think just, Earthworm Jim was isometric, was it? I don't know what the hell that It was means. just 2D. All right, whatever. <laughs> Do it. Okay. I think, I think so, what he's saying. I think. I think what he's saying is he didn't understand your definition there. All the no. of what a yeah, isometric I, shooter is. I apologize. Yes. Um, Bert, do you have a better definition of isometric view? Uh, this is gonna make me look. How about super like smart. the original? It, is it like the original um, like Grand Theft Auto games, not the open world oh, yeah, yeah. games? Yeah, yeah, or to like, an extent. Remember, yeah. like Bayana Commando didn't have a didn't have a few of those, you know, or Commando. Yeah, or and that game was for the NES. Contra did too. Contra had some levels in it that were kind of like that. Oh yeah, um, yeah. it's not n- not necessarily top down, but kind yeah, of at I, an angle. Right, I know what you're talking about. Yep. Okay. That still doesn't make a difference of what I, whether I know it. Or not. <laughs> that's a negative. <laughs> All right. Okay. It was a um, it was a collectathon with two endings depending on your collection percentage. Oof. That's still your guess, uh, Dan. What? I feel like I'm it being is, cheated yeah. here. Yeah. You just. Now you you were the last guess, and now we got a new clue, uh, so you get right. the first. I don't know, man. Uh, isometric, something, something, something. <laughs> Parasite Eve. Oh, okay, no, no but no. no. I, I guess that on Genesis you know, every other time. Yeah, it wasn't even a shooter. So whatever. I'm gonna okay. go with no. um, I'm gonna go with Renegade Ops. What the fuck is uh, that? No, no. I don't think I know oh what that is gosh. either. I'm trying to picture it in my mind. I can see like the cover, but. Well, see now. Here's the thing, because now he's gonna be he's gonna be doing that, you know, for next time. So I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> I think you should. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Oh, all right. Next clue, good sir. All right, this one, it's a little more specific. It follows a lead character stuck in a movie projector, jumping from movie Ooh. to movie. Oh, my God, Say I feel like again? I should know this one. It follows a lead character stuck in a movie projector, jumping from movie to movie. I know what it is. I know oh, what it is. It's, it's, it's my guess, right? Oh, of course it is. Uh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> Last action hero. No. What? what does that even mean? Dang it. Uh, the, uh, it. The movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Last Action Hero, it was ported to video game. Maybe I'm just totally off on the years. Did they jump Dang from it. movie to movie in that? I don't remember. Yeah. I thought it was yeah, just remember he one had his movie. Ticket. Remember he had a ticket and then he would jump to the different Arnold movies? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was a movie too? Very nice. Yeah. Don't yeah. tell me you have not seen Last Action Hero. I've seen the movie. Uh, but you Have know. you? Yes. Yes, with that kid, super annoying. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with Spy right, Hunter. It's your guess, Dan. 3D. <laughs> okay, no. Spy Hunter. No. Jeez. <laughs> All right, next next question. Okay, this one's going to get a lot easier. Um, 
I I skipped one of the more obscure ones because I feel like this is a 45-minute segment at this point. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. The lead character was a popular mascot for a brand in the 1990s. Oh, okay. I have two guesses. I don't know which one it is, but it's your guess, Dan. I don't know, man. Popular mascot in the 90s. Just throw one of those yep. out. I don't remember the 90s that well, man. I was pretty messed up. Uh, <laughs> uh, did I say Spy Hunter already? You yeah. Did, you just said it? You did. Yeah, mm-hmm. sad. I have no idea. Which was not a, po- not a popular mascot. Well, he kind of no. was. Uh, Spyro the Dragon 2. Uh, no. Yeah. No, sorry. I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with Bubsy. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, no. Oh. Sorry. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna go with now? my I, well. Even, I'm gonna be even really. Though it's my guess as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out my yes or no question. Oh. Okay. Okay. My yes or no question is: Is this mascot you're speaking of? Were they thrown into a movie? Were they thrown into a movie? Yeah, was like was, it, was it made into a movie? Was a no. movie like the, the mascot? Okay, dang it. Okay. No. Unless I'm confused, no. Mm. All right. I thought this Next was going to go a lot quicker. We um, we're probably on well, question seven or something. Seven or eight. Sucks. I think we're on question. Well, we're on question eight. Okay. Okay. And I and I skipped a. a weird obscure one because i thought by now bert would have guessed it mm. um yeah yeah the Not the so awesome, the brand <laughs> uh i'm also gonna feel really bad if i'm the only person that's ever played this game but it's happened. i remember renting it and playing it so um the the brand this character was a mascot for was a popular beverage company known for its lemon lime soda even though the cherry cool version was far superior <laughs> Well, cool spot. True. So, ha- whose guess is it? Is it even your guess, Bert? Yeah, it's my guess. It is. Uh, how specific do you have to be to answer these questions? No, you have to be pretty specific. Okay. <laughs> I mean, really, the I mean, you have to. Damn it. The answer is no. Bert. I don't remember the name of the game. I don't remember the name of the game, but what I know. What did you say? Cool spot. Cool spot. Yeah. Yeah. Like as in C O O L, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, you don't remember it's from it, it's it's the guy from Seven Up. I just can't remember the name of the game. Is this like the Burger King commercial or the game? <laughs> Sneak King. <laughs> That's my guess. No, it's not. You don't remember Cool Spot? He was I don't all know over what the, the hell you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> okay. Well, this is our last question or our last option here. Um, well, then maybe your last clue will spark my memory and maybe spark Dan's memory in some form. If not, then we just we missed it, and I'm I'm super warm. Yeah. Well, it was a, a sequel to the game Cool Spot. <laughs> so, there you go. Uh, cool Spot Two. <laughs> no. Nope. Right. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. I I think I might know what it is, but Dan, it's your guess. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, bud. Because this is gonna make a difference. <laughs> uh. <laughs> No idea. 
no clue. I think I know what it is. So. Cool spot. <laughs> is it... Uh, cool spot. Hold on, wait a minute. Are you passing, Dan? No, not yet. Okay. Cool spot two, even cooler spot. <laughs> no, yes. I like I that name, a, though. Okay, well. Is it... um? Is it Cool Spot Goes to Hollywood? It is. Get the hell out of here. Nice. Nice. Wow. Whose idea was this? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. In a funny story, my buddy found uh, a Medios copy when he was taking apart his apartment. He's bringing it to me, Dan. Oh, my God. uh, Let me see if I can find this picture and send it to you. Hold on. Cool Spot. Yeah, I'm surprised. You have to know what this is, Dan. You would think. You don't remember the little spot, little red spot that wore sunglasses? Listen. Yeah, here it is. I found it. He was in all of the 7-Up commercials for like eight years, from like 89 to 97. Okay. Oh, man. That was, a, that was actually, I did rent that too. That was a fun game. Yeah, I loved it. It got, so when I was looking it up today, it got terrible reviews. But I loved oh, it when sure. I was a kid. Yeah. Yep. Oh, for God's sake. Nice. Well... <laughs> You remember I didn't it now? Know that, I had no idea that they made this dude into a game. I didn't even know this guy really existed because if uh, it dude, wasn't he was yesterday, a big deal back in the this day. This is why I suck at this game so bad. Because <laughs> I literally can't remember things I did this morning, let alone. Now, here's another little fact about it the uh, Sega 32X and SNES versions were also in development but were canceled. Uh, that's mm. a sad, sad thing. Jeez. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's wrap it up. We're going long as it is. I'm yeah, surprised God. we went that long. So, that's uh, um, name that game. Uh, cool s- uh, spot goes to Hollywood. If you were guessing along with us, let us know if you guessed earlier on. Let's go ahead and close it out, folks. So, if you didn't catch it, I did do a PlayStation 4 Quick Shot review for the Bionic Quick Shot PlayStation 4 add-on. We have that up on our site and also on our YouTube channel. It's a really quick one. It's, I think it's only like six and a half minutes long. Uh, this week we have another video coming up. It's from Controller Freak. It's a PS4 grip. So if your hands sweat a lot or if you just like more of a cushy grip, we have a review slash unboxing for that. Uh, Ains is back next week. So if you are listening into our vidcast next week, Alden will not be with us. But Alden definitely wanted to thank you so much for joining with us. We always appreciate you on here. Um, and where can we actually find you, Alden, and for all your social media and your, your work in the industry? Where, where can we find you, sir? Well, you can find me on Twitter at a.bear, B-A-I-R, um, or uh, I do a, a podcast with my fiance called Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, uh, where we talk about Boy Meets World. Uh, it's a really fun show. I, I enjoy doing it with her. I just called her my fiance, and we got married two weeks ago. Yeah, I was I'm going to get punched. I was I'm going to get punched you, in the face. Oh, that's um, rough. So, I do a podcast with my wife. See, uh-huh. we haven't recorded yet with her as my wife, so that doesn't count, right? Yeah. Anyway, it sounds weird. It does. It, it's it, a it pass. Is weird. You get yeah. a pass. Um. Anyway, we do that, and occasionally we do Third Wheel Arcade, but we haven't done it in several months, so it feels weird to plug that. But we're gonna bring it back here soon. Too. And it's going to be bringing it back. super hot and super naked. So stay tuned <laughs> for that. Oh. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Live on YouTube. <laughs> Something's happening. I got real X-rated really quick. All right. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. And uh, Dan, how about yourself? Any, anything new coming from you? Anything you've got recently that you're going to be reviewing for us? Maybe yeah. Fire Emblem? Well, if I get through Fire Emblem, 
Um, yes, I will review that. I'm also working on the Madden review. It should be up this week. Um, and I will be kind of re-reviewing uh, at least a little bit of Anthem. Um, so that should be coming. It's like a 2.0 review or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that right? should be coming, I think, this weekend. Um, just kind of like a, okay. hey, what's going on, Anthem? Haven't seen you in a while. How you doing? <laughs> so that's what that's going to be. It's actually a good title. It's a yeah. good title for that, actually. Yeah, I like it. Yep. So Great. Well, the other thing we'll have for you next week, guys, is more Gamescom uh, coverage. That'll Hopefully we'll have some teasers that are going to be out by next weekend. Once again, it starts next week if you're listening to us the week before Gamescom, obviously. If you're not, then you maybe have heard some stuff about it already. But like I said, we should get a lot of announcements from Gamescom. And we'll have those ready for you as well. We'll be reporting on that as they come out. So thanks for joining us for this long and extended bidcast. Um, and make sure to like and subscribe. If you haven't hit the bell yet on the like and subscribe, that way you can see when our new videos come out. And if you're listening on any podcast format, thanks so much. Couldn't appreciate you even more. So have a great week. We'll talk to you next time.